you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um, kind of horror genre, thriller, or action movie, or kids movie, or, you know, different kinds of things. And it was always more, I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson, who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid um, and, uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars. Uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed um, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way, you know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons, and the only way you're gonna, you know, 
get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Down Comics in Hollywood, California, Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Very enthusiastic. Very good people. Thank you for not going to the Grammys. Thank you so much. I know a lot of you are nominated, and uh, and you, uh, you you just decided to check the results later. Yeah, I got my I Harmon back. Aaron made me a quickie because for a shadow run tonight because I don't want to. Um, we haven't we haven't figured out. I don't want to talk about that. We haven't we, we haven't figured out uh, how to use make these devices in our pockets uh, usable on the level of a notepad yet. It still hasn't happened. I'm 42 fucking years old. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's still easier to, to have a piece of paper around your neck. It shouldn't be. Do you know, I, 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 how many, I, like, like, like at, the, at the peak of the uh, Palm Trio, I remember I was typing like, like, a, like a really fast with my thumbs, and then they, this iPhone thing happened, and it's, it's wonderful. It's a great-looking thing, and... You can touch the screen and move it around. But if you added up all of the time that we spend like going back and correcting all the words, boy, Jeff, second life. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, did, did any extra black people come tonight? <laughs> well, we got okay. We got, show, we got, what's your name, sir? Brian. Brian? Anybody else? You better not be white. You better be genuinely black. That's only funny if you're black. No, it's funny both ways. No, it's not. It's not funny if he's white. It's it's hilarious if he's white. No, it's not. But imagine if Jim Belushi's doing that in the back. That's not funny. He's he's doing a a black guy impression. It's it's funny if it's Tiny Lister Jr. Does it, there's, no, there's no middle ground between those? Or? Uh, no, there's lots of middle ground. Okay. It's also what, funny if it's just any, any, any black guy. What is your name back there? Max. Max? Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Max, are we, were you in the military at some point with a yes, sir, or no? Uh, just respectful, God-fearing Christian. <laughs> <laughs> See, now it's way funnier if that guy's white. It's, star- it's starting to get it's starting to get okay if he's white, because it's a dimensionalized character, and it's not it's not it's not it's not just an impression of a race. It's it's becoming a character, so it's it's becoming fine. He's becoming Tracy Ullman if he's white.
uh, uh, Max, uh, 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 what do you do for a living? You perform? perform? What, what, what sort of performances do you do, Max? What sort of performances do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't take that the wrong way, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll, well, I'll take it however I want to take it, Max. Well, are you willing to come up on stage and feel it out with us? Okay. Welcome, Max, to the stage, everybody. The show really got off right out of the gate like a rocket. All right, cross your fingers. This guy better be black as hell. Yeah! Black enough! Max, hello. Awesome. Hello, sir. How are you? Now, did you, you can grab one of those and have a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microphone and a seat. Just as promised, you, uh, your, your people in the 1940s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, so, did you come because last week I, I, I pled for, for more black people? Uh, no. Okay. Um, do, do, do you have the blackest voice ever? Uh, it's me and um, James Earl Jones. We, <laughs> Every year, we just kind of see who can go more bass. And I'm getting there. When I was 13, it was close, but now he's starting to lose it. What's, what's the, can you sing bass? Can you, can you sing a low note? I wish I could. I love, like, bass singers, like a harmony band. Um, <laughs> this is me. This is the, Get low. Uh, get, get low. Get, get lower than that. Okay, okay. Hold on. There's such a fine line between post-racial and pre-menstrual hu- humor. Like, what do we? Like, we're we're we we. Uh, what kind of? Wh- how would you like me to perform? Let's bring him up. How low is your voice? Oh, sweet cherry. Like it's, it's like it's like it's a hair's breadth. Like, what are we doing? I guess I guess we're, we're, the we're clock goes about, all the way. We're around. talking about a gentleman with a great basso profundo voice. That's I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not indicting us. I'm just pointing out, like, boy, what a razor's edge we walk in the modern world. <laughs> And, and how and how far you go to to, to just find yourself back at uh, fascination with each other. I feel bad for Brian. Is it Brian, right? Yep. No, the, the first the first guy, he, he just got sub, he got supplanted by Max. Well, because there was a, there was a, I mean that was just good comedy. There was a, there was a, what was the it was just a voice from the back like yeah I'm here. <laughs> Uh, it was just good. Uh, I mean, Brian can come up too, but I don't want to like. I don't want to do like a. I don't want to feel Brian? like we're pitting Brian, people against at? each other. Only one black person at a time. Brian, just I can feel your presence. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bri- Brian, do you also want to come up, or do you not want to be dehumanized like this? Brian. <laughs> Brian, get, yeah, yeah, get your ass up, up here, Brian. Okay. All right. Hello, Brian. All right. Man, I'm so excited. Uh, I, like, 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 if uh, just for that random, like, I, I, I wish that that we that there was still television so someone could be flipping through channels and see me hanging out. <laughs> so all my white guilt is just like, like being. Sucked off the range through a through a super vacuum out into the stratosphere. I love it. All the heat from being a forty-two-year-old fat white oppressor. I just feel like now. I just feel like I'm fucking on honest ground. What should we talk about? Randy Quaid? Is he in the news? 
yeah, I think I think he I think he's uh, done, done, doing something. Uh, but Brian, Brian, sorry, I didn't. I, 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 enough about me. Uh, uh, what, what what do you uh, do for a living? Uh, I work at a Jamba Juice. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you're making it up a little it's bit. Terrible. Oh yeah, but not. I mean, and they're not watching or anything. Oh no, nobody yeah. at that Jamba Juice would ever watch a pub. Like a podcast or listen to it or anything like. What, what's the worst thing about working at a Java Juice? Uh, the people. The, the, the coworkers or the customers? Oh, the customers for sure. What's juice wrong? isn't that important. It's not. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on in the world. Juice is not the important thing. Yeah. By the time you've already decided that you don't even, you're not even, you don't even need solid food. Like you should be an easygoing person when you come. Yeah. To the it. worst thing that happened to you is that your juice is five minutes late. You have a fucking great life. Yeah. It's fantastic. So you're saying they're a little impatient and bossy. Yeah. Just generally assholes. How old are you? Can I ask? You're young enough. I'm 23. Okay, yeah, yeah, young enough to be able to ask. Ah, uh, 23. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> ah, pre 9/11. You haven't even been through 9/11 yet. Isn't is that how age works? <laughs> oh, oh, we all experience time at the same. Okay, all right. Sorry, I thought I thought I thought I thought all of us had to turn 32 for 9/11 to happen. <laughs> Max, uh, you said you're a performer. What, uh, what, what do you do? I'm an actor. You're an actor? Yes, sir. Are you, are you working on stuff? Uh, I just relocated to Los Angeles three days ago, four oh, days ago. Well, welcome. Yes. From, yeah. from where? Uh, from, from New York. From New York? Yeah. Wow. Man, this is an authentic black person. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't like the, the what, you know, one of your black friends. <laughs> Who, who doesn't know any other black people. I bet you know a ton of black people, don't you? You probably went to school with a bunch of them. Acting, black, black acting school. No, okay. All right, I pushed it too far. I pushed it too far. I thought it was like, you're, there was a show uh, uh, when I was a kid called Fame. It was about ta- acting. Yeah, I remember Fame. It was about LaGuardia, which is... LaGuardia in New York City is a yeah, school. I th- yeah, it was a, that's not where you went, right? It's no, but I know, I know some black actors that went to LaGuardia. Yeah. And I think it was, was it Irene Cara? Was that the actress's name? There, there was, a, there was she, a woman. She sang the song. In the, in the, oh, okay. In the, in the title sequence, there was an actor who, who was one of the teachers who, I think first there was a movie uh, with the song. I don't know if the movie was an adaptation of the song. Uh, and then, but then the TV show, and then the credits for the TV show, the opening title sequence, there was just this woman saying, you want fame? You want success? Well, right here is where you start paying. In sweat. <laughs> and it was just a show about yeah, and talented high school kids. In the movie, that's where Coco takes her shirt off and cries. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want fame? Fame costs. Right now is where you start. Oh, paying. you know what I'm t- talking about. When I was a kid, I, w- I was at, at uh, MGM, which is now Sony lot. And I was on a, uh, I was, I think I was shooting something like, like Highway to Heaven or something. And I was, we're walking up, the, me and my mom are walking down the, between the uh, sound stages. And a golf cart goes by. And on the back of the golf cart, we're, we're walking. And on the back of the golf cart going past us, on the back of it is, I forget the actor's name, but he played Leroy on Fame. Who was a fucking great dancer. Remember him? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you have cornrows? Kind of, yeah, I think. And, uh, and he waved at me like he knew me. He was like, oh, and he pointed at me and waved. And my mom's like, why is, why is Leroy waving at you? I go, I think, I think Leroy thinks he knows me. I, was, I felt so cool. Max, you want a drink? You were looking. I was, I was eyeing it, but you, 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 you got to help yourself, though. I don't want to dig in the ice with my hands for you. No, I, I, thank you. 
So, Brian, uh, what, are you from L.A.? Uh, no, I'm from New Orleans originally, but okay. I live in Oakland. You live in Oakland? Yeah, cool. I just came down to help here to help a friend move and to see Harmontown. Really? Yeah. You came. You hit, you helped somebody move, and you you came to a different town to do it. Yes. You're a good person. Yeah, good friend. <laughs> yeah. I really like convenience, also. <laughs> Brian, did you want a drink? Are you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, Harmon's become bartender. I love this. We we really do need like a. Dan Harmon is making me a drink. This mm. is amazing. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like uh, it's Billy like a... the Kid cleaning your gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. It's, it, it, it's like Patrick Swayze packing your parachute, yeah. <laughs> teaching me how to dance. It's like Santa Claus sitting on your lap. <laughs> There you go. Man, uh, I, I, I grew up around the bullseye and then the, the professional improviser. Uh, I, by the way, we have uh, Greg Proops here tonight. He'll be coming up. Uh, yeah. Inarguably a white man, but, uh, but, but... Although, when you get Greg drunk, if, when Greg gets just drunk and high enough, he becomes a black jazz musician from 1933. He's, he's, very, he's a very groovy, groovy yeah. white man. Yeah, he, he becomes incredibly like a jazz musician. It's very good. All right, so we got Max, the aspiring performer. So you're very young, too. What are you, 20... Can I ask? Yeah, 27. Oh, okay. So uh, you, you, <laughs> out here from New York, it, it sounds like he's doing a bit sometimes. Um, uh, you ca ca just came here from New York, so now, like, what is the what is the plight of a young actor in LA in 2015? How does it work? It's, does it still look the same? You still got a pile of headshots in your back seat, and you just kind of—it's all digital now. I don't know about you yeah, know, uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now it's just, well, I mean, so is there, do you have an agent? I have a manager. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there, like, does your manager say stuff like, you know, you got to do that YouTube now. <laughs> He's a New Yorker, so he does, does kind of talk like that. He has, like, an old old New York okay. Jewish kind Sorry. of accent. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you about to... I just, I touched my iPad. No, no, thought... that's, that's not a bit. I just touched my thing. We were about to kick a freestyle. You're going to drop the beat, and we were going to... Uh, uh, that was that was unintentional, but if you'd like to, that can happen. Uh, I, I'm not allowed to solicit that from you, but you are. <laughs> if, you you don't have to say a word if you would like to uh, uh, do some freestyle rapping. That is fine by me. Uh, yeah, do you want to 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 battle? Oh. <laughs> Isn't that? I mean, that's what they call it. It's. Yeah. See, no, see, Max seems pretty down with that. Ryan, are you up for that? Um, <laughs> I'm more of a manager type. <laughs> Brian, Brian, like, I should—I am literally up here because of the color of my skin. I, he said he wanted to rap, and they're gonna rap. Brian, I need you to go around and just collect money from people. We're gonna accept bets. Somebody give me a hat, please. We need, we need to collect. We need five dollars a head, and. Um, uh, I, I think there should be some stakes for the winner of this battle. I think there should be like a like. All right. Well, I mean, I have I, I make it cash. He's all right. probably like all right. I, I don't I don't. If you're I don't. throwing out money, then all right, I'll join. Uh, <laughs> all right, I got I got twenty here. Is that, is that, is that good? Or you? I have a twenty-two. So. Okay. So <laughs> so twenty dollars. Bring, bring your twenty over here, Herman. Okay. Give, give it to me. All right. Uh, Pass it down. Brian, can you hand that? To all right, so the, the, the kitty, the kitty is, is forty dollars. 
Um, we're going to do it demo- uh, democratically by applause by the end of this thing, but we're going to do a good old fashioned. I think. Rap I, th- battle. I think. I, I, I think you. I think you know rap battle. I think. I think by applause is that. That's for. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, uh, Max. But the, the, the whole. The whole by applause thing. That's a. That's a white people Halloween party thing. In a. In a real rap battle, you know who won. They don't need to. No, I mean, I, 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 think, like, I think it'll be obvious. We'll know who won when we know. They. They. they it's you. It's the. It's. it's everyone goes like. Oh. Right, like, 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 it's like they, it hurts them. Dan, Dan, I'm not trying to impugn your rapping ability, but do you think you have that in you right now to to elicit that sort of reaction tonight? I, well, I don't know. I don't know. For for me, it's like it's not up to me. It's up to God. Because right. I don't want to pull rank, but I feel like that's what comes through me when I work in any capacity. And now, Brian, you, when, as soon as money got involved, you, 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 you seem to, like, you, you're, you're into it now. I'm very poor. <laughs> At $40, you're going to quit that Jamba Juice. Uh, <laughs> I'm out! <laughs> Alright, so, is there, I mean, is there any rules to, like, like I don't know. It's, I've, I, I, never, I, I, I've never I'm, been in a three-person... D- Dan, I'm going to sweeten it. But no, I was joking. I don't actually want to be I'm, a person. <laughs> I'm gonna go one more. Not a very good rapper. I'm gonna go one more twenty. Make it sixty. It's three of you, three twenty. So, we're, so it's fifty dollars. Oh, no. oh my god! Uh, if anyone else wants to make donations for this, uh, for for, for our, our rappers right here, uh, we'll be passing around a hat in a couple minutes. Okay, so how does this work? Do we, I don't know. Is there, are there ground rules on this? Like, what's what's the thing? I, I'll just throw a beat down, and you guys you guys want to just take it? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, I I have a I have a I have a problem. Uh, sometimes, like I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't hand it off soon enough. Because sometimes the shit just flowing. <laughs> All right. I don't even know if I what I'm getting myself into right now, man. <laughs> Look, All right. It's, it's going to be terrible no matter what happens. The, the, the stakes are low. Uh, so yeah, let, let's let's just freestyle. Let's just feel it out. You guys just do your thing. Uh, I, I got some new beats today that I found from some of our donation Harmonian uh, music. Oh yeah, if you know the name of the artist, uh, give him some credit. Uh, the, the the opening song was by a cat named Lee Broderick called "Loveless Street." I really like that song, so thank you, Lee. I'm, uh, if you got more stuff, send it to us. It was very cool. Uh, let's I mean, try. we don't have to call it a battle. We could call it a cooperative. No, it's a fucking it's a, battle. It's, this is a battle. <laughs> it's a cooperative rap effort. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Th- this like is... the Sugar Hill Gang didn't battle yeah, they... each other. They were a gang. They were. There's no animosity, no yeah. enmity. This is just creative collaboration. I think rap battling is a, 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 along with uh, uh, liquor stores and uh, um, uh, and pawn shops and 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 laissez-faire gun gun red uh, gun legislation and. And, and horoscopes and scratch off tickets are uh, all all part of the white man's uh, conspiracy. Uh, yes. To, to, yeah. This yes. So, this yeah. This oh, sounds, yeah. Sounds like a lot of backpedaling from you, man. I'm backpedaling on the white man's conspiracy. I feel bad that we ever initiated it. Yes. Yeah. Now, I wish that we could take it back. Okay. So yeah, during this rap battle, does this it's, rap? Don't use that word battle. Don't even put it in quotes. No. It's, no. It's it's it's, 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 it's it's a powerful word. This um, is a be- post-racial cooperative rap co-op. <laughs> But there will be one winner. Somebody will win. And well, this is, this well, is America. The, there has the, to be a winner. The rap will go to. 
Okay. Like there's no, you know, they right, don't say yeah. on the winner no, is anyone. No, no, no. You, you guys were, you're all honored just to be up on stage doing it for certain. But one yeah. person will will walk home with sixty U.S. dollars. Well, I don't know. I mean, well, yes, yes, that's true. But yes. I don't think we have to call that person a, a better rapper than me. I th- no, I think we have. <laughs> I think we absolutely do. I think we're, we're, when when the person who has the sixty dollars can say of among these three rappers, I am the the best. Are you in on this rap battle? It's not a battle. It's a, it's, it's, it's a rap like collaboration. Rap. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm up here. I'm gonna be real bad at it. That's fun. I, I I feel like Brian's like like he's he's gonna sneak he's in there the and sleeper. fucking do he's it. He's the sleeper. He's gonna come I in there and promise and you, I'm now, not. I, I, I'm gonna keep you guys honest when we start this rap battle, just in case, just in case. So there's no hocus pocus or baloney. <laughs> Uh, in case you guys had some prepared material, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I I'm gonna you. I'm gonna solicit a suggestion. Oh, okay. I'll keep it vague, something very broad, so right. you guys just can as, as a starting point. All right, Randy Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna play a couple beats here. Let's see which one we like to use here. What do we got? How about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yo. You like that? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yo, streets to the wheat. Streets to the wheat. All right. Throwing wheat in the uh, streets. You, yeah, sir, right check, here. Check. Uh, you, sir. Yeah, that was just warming up. Streets. You, sir. Um, streets to the wheat. What's something that you have uh, as a pet streets peeve of yours? Something that bothers you? Something streets mundane, maybe? Streets to the wheat. Streets to the wheat. Streets to the wheat. Whistling on the street bothers this gentleman. Whistling on the street. Street whistlers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. MC Harmon coming to it. Yo, why you got to walk down the sidewalk doing that high tone like it's bird talk? Why you whistling at me? I fucked your mama so hard she took a pee. I pulled your mama's pants down, said, oh, pussy's whistling. She's like a clown. Clowns don't whistle, they use seltzer bottles. I fucked your mama so hard, full throttle. Went down the street. Squeezed your mama's titty meat. Gave her a kiss because in the end, she's a good person. Pass the mic, go. All right. Keep it going. Keep the beat going, man. Uh, you... the, the song's not long enough for all three to get through. Uh, so uh, do, do you want to you want to keep that beat? Who wants to go oh, next? Max, you up? Fuck. You, could, you, you could, feel you the could, fucking iron cool. standing you, up. You like that beat? You want a new beat? Uh, yeah, new beat. Uh, no, same beat. Same new, beat. Topic. new topic. New topic. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, you just you just fucked somebody's mama in so many ways. Uh, and they weren't even the one whistling. They were the they were the mother of the uh, person whistling. What, what, what's something that's embarrassing? Feelings. 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 All right. Go, Max. Yo. Feelings. Yeah. I got these feelings, man. This awkwardness. I'm on stage and I'm not the blackest kid, but still, I'm kind of in the middle, kind of trying to spit this rap shit. It's a riddle. It's a mystery, but it's nothing new to me. It's not a diss track, but I feel like giving kisses to Dan Harmon. Yo. Uh. Yo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Dan Harmon with that. Yo. <laughs> Feeling kind of homophobic though, cause it's distracting me with my flow, but still I gotta go. Your beard. Yo. 
It's kind of weird. If you was a chick and you had a dick, I'd say, yeah, she's kind of thick, but I got to get up in it. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was... Uh... That, that took a... Uh... That took an unexpected turn, Max. (laughs) (laughs) The title of that one is truly Feelings. (laughs) That's right. That was like the the Charlie Kaufman of of like of of like freestyle because they like used the medium like the the rap became a feeling. Yeah. All right. All right, Brian. The uh, the bar has been maybe raised. Uh, you want the same beat? You want to try a new beat? You like uh, that one? It, what, your you, choice. Are you, we, we, you can hear one. Let's see what else we got here. Let's do, what about... Uh... Oh, shit. A little more smooth? Uh, let's see when the beat comes in. I feel like this. Because you know that you love me. <laughs> do you like this? Or we got... Uh, It doesn't matter. <laughs> Same results, no matter the beat. <laughs> There's that. Oh. There's this. Oh shit! I'm like a kid in a candy store. I just go back to the first one. Right? You like which one? That's safer. The first one. The, the very first. The one they did. The very first. All right. All right. Here we go. You ready? you good to go? Uh, let, let, let's get him a, su- uh, a suggestion. What about uh, what? white devil? Pardon? White devil. White devil? No, not white devil. Unless you wanted, do you want? Uh, how about just? Can, can we? How about just juice? We'll give you juice. <laughs> All right. Yo, yo, yo! Look at my kitchen. Ain't got no juice. Look at my kitchen. What the fuck, you bitch? <laughs> That's all I got. You got the lamest black guy up here on the spot. <laughs> White as a dove. I fit inside you like a motherfucking glove. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> all right. That was. Uh... This is not going to be easy. This is not going to be easy. Yeah. All right, now, I mean... That was a warm-up round. Everybody, everybody, think in your heads right now, silently to yourselves, who you think probably won that one. But now I want to do... We're going to play another beat. You guys are just... I, I want this to battle off. You guys spitting it around. We just hand it off. Yeah. Hand it off. We're like, we we're like a, a group of friends. <laughs> <laughs> and this song is about what, sir? Anything? Anything? Uh, yeah, anything at all. Oh, it's... Uh, it's Netflix. It's about Netflix. Yo, 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 Netflix. Yo, yo. On demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to see a movie, you're going to see it. That's how Netflix sees it. It's their business model. Remember when I fucked your mama full throttle? Whoa, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah, oh. Syncopated arrhythmic rhythms. I fucked your mama so hard she had a schism between her legs. It's usually called a pussy. But I digress. Sorry about that. Pass it, pass the mic. I'm gonna pass the mic to another person. Uh, 
tonight and I think made a good case for more black people coming to my shows. <laughs> I think we just fixed racism. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's surprising how little time it took. We've been working on it forever. It's like, let me out there. Let me take care of this. Uh, is there any, since you guys were so gracious and, and uh, you know, put yourselves out, out there, is there anything, I mean, usually we ask the professional people what they're plugging, but you guys are plugging your your young lives. If yeah, anybody out me. there is hiring people who don't have any experience writing television shows, <laughs> please call me. All right, you can go to you can go to Brian's Jamba Juice, or and you, you go can to your nearest Jamba Juice and ask for me. You, you, you can <laughs> the see. only black person that works at any Jamba Juice ever. <laughs> And Max, how, 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 how does the uh, if there's a if there's a guy sitting in uh, Seattle that goes, that's it, that's the new face of Chipotle. <laughs> uh, you're correct, sir. <laughs> yeah, he'll, and he can find you on uh, LinkedIn or uh, whatever. All right. So uh, now, how do we decide this? Now, now this is the. Uh, it's oh well, I mean, I think they, I think it's a tie between the two guys that that that, the, the, that the, the, whose 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 money it is. And, I, I mean, I'm not going to take my own money, but I clearly won. <laughs> my, my, my shit was tight. 
I'm going to say you came in a very close third, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> very close third. Yeah. Beat well, out Eminem. We don't. We don't need to decide between the two of them, right? We could just split the sixty among the, the two how guys. About, um, I, I made it even eighty. How about top of forty for both of them? Is that cool? Yeah. All right. All right. That buys a lot of uh, Jamba Juice and a lot of. Uh, I don't know. Acting tutorials. Yeah. Just Ma- Chipotle burritos. Just goes See? to rent. All right. Well, thanks, Max. Thanks, Brian. Thanks. Keep keep coming back. And, and bring, bring friends. They can be white friends. It's working, Jeff. It's working. This show brought to you by Jamba Juice. I bet you thought it was absurd when I asked for. Uh, I, I said I just requested black people to come to the show. I mean, you thought I was silly. You thought I was racist. <laughs> racist like a fox. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bringing back a, I'm, I'm, a pre-racial. That's, that's my movement. Pre-racial. So you, you live in a time before racism really kicked off? Yeah, it's, ra- race is an artificial construct, but that's why it's so fascinating. Like, remember Jamal? Jamal's not here, is he? Jamal, are you here? He would have spoke up. I, was, I wanted to talk to Jamal at the end of the show last time because he was sort of the quintessential like post-racial kid. Like he, he, he looked like he was about 12 years old. Very adorable. Very, very bored with my racial uh, obsession, making fun of me. Like kind of just like didn't need it. Had no use for the consciousness of race. Like it would have been fun to have him come up every week and just check in with him, do a post-racial update. And he would just say, I had a sandwich today. <laughs> what kind? Um, all right, well, uh, that, was a, that was a strange detour, but that's what Harmontown's about. It's about magic. <laughs> oh, I think we've proven that. <laughs> if our next guest uh, uh, had anything to say about it, he'd probably say the show is about uh, w- waiting a long time for weird uh, raps to happen. Um, uh, let's bring out Greg Proops! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg Cripps, yeah. I'm a beamer, smoking whack. Just watching Netflix, it's the orange to the black. Yeah. But I can't watch Yahoo with impunity, because that's the place that they got community. I had time to think it out. You could have. That's made, all I fucking came up with. You, you could have made yourself forty cool dollars, man. I know, man. And then I could have quit my job and shit. <laughs> How are you, Prippy? Oh, you want some ice? I'm good. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Greg, I, I like that you came out and brought a brand new bottle of vodka. I was asked by two people backstage if I might do so, and I acquiesced <laughs> to both of them, one after the next. The first guy went, "When you go out there, will you bring a bottle of vodka?" I'm like, "Yeah." Two seconds later, another guy went, "Will you bring a bottle?" I'm like. How many people want me to bring vodka? The answer is yes to all of you. I rarely get asked a question that I'm so enthusiastic about answering yes to. Because the smartest man in the world uh, podcast is known more colloquially as a vodcast because uh, it's fueled by vodka, if I'm not mistaken. It is, in fact, fueled by vodka, much as uh, uh, jets are fueled by uh, whatever jets are fueled by. Uh, my show is fueled by vodka. Uh, or fueled, if you wish to pronounce all the letters in a word. I don't. It's, it's uh, jet fuel. Jet fuel. Yeah. Uh, jet fuel, of course. That's what jets uh, use to go from one place to another. Like rocket fuel for uh, uh, 
rockets. Speaking of rocket fuel, um, so, all right. I'm well, thank you for asking, Jeff. Good to see you. So, you, you have a podcast called The Smartest Man in the World. You're, you're more erudite than I am. You're a, you're a learned man. You're a smart man. I wouldn't man. say that, no. You're, write, you're, write, you're, writing a, you're coming out with a book, uh, 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 The Smartest Book in the World. Yes. You're a smart person. It's all a joke, by the way. <laughs> Everyone's so serious right now. Greg, they heard Greg. the word erudite and everyone fucking panicked and shit. <laughs> if this was a radio, they'd be hitting seek really hard right now. <laughs> Greg, Greg, what's your book about? About 300 pages. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Jeff Davis, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, no, it's the bounce pass all the way. I don't even look behind me, you know what I mean? Because I know what's coming. Have either of you guys, post-30, like, like, like well into the era of, uh, of everyone's got a phone in their camera, like, like don't, don't think about when you were 17 or anything. Right, okay. I, have either of you, since the advent of the phone camera, taken a shit so big that even though you knew you were never going to show it to anybody, it was so big that you took a picture of your own shit just because you were about to flush it. And you knew, I mean, I, mean, I can't stress enough, like, I, I, I suppose you've guessed by now this happened to me recently. I, I will never show it to anybody because it's gross. But um, no, no, I would never want to look at a picture of anyone else's shit. You know, there's websites where people post like pictures of shit and stuff. But, but uh, uh, it, it, like, like I wasn't aware of that. I'm often looking at the Rainbow Bright website, so I'm a little prissy. Either of you guys ever? You never? You never? I've, I've never been moved to actually reach for the phone. There, there have been times when I've astonished myself, but I, I, I didn't. I didn't know that it needed to be recorded. Well, see, don't make, don't mistake me for saying like, oh, anytime you take a big shit, you should always. I don't. I never. I'm saying like that's the, that's the thing about it is like, I, as my picture snapped, I was like, this is. I'm not going to show this picture to anybody. I'm taking this picture because that's how big the shit is, and I'm 42 and I take huge shits all the time. All the time and then I thought and I thought I have to share I have to I'm not going to share the picture with anybody the picture's for me but uh, also I just want to tell people I took the biggest shit of my life I'm 42 I took the biggest shit thanks guys so so Greg you were in Paris recently right last year uh, uh, no I've never been tempted uh, uh, but I can understand the impulse Uh, I just uh, for me it's uh, like I'm in airports all the time and um, there's always guys um, on the commode as it were um, um, having long conversations with their loved ones while they're doing the thing and to me that's gross gross Uh, there's a time and a place for everything and a conversation doesn't take place while you're uh, eliminating uh, I've, I've never wanted to take a picture of my wand, and I've never wanted to take a picture of uh, any excrement. Uh, but that's me. I'm a sissy. I mean, you're you're a, you're a bold Viking who fucking forges forward and breaks through post-racial barriers and gets people from Jamba Juice on stage and, and gives them money. So I can understand why you're. Your eliminatory system might be a matter of some pride. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel brave. I felt cowardly as I was taking the picture. Like I felt like the uh, the, the, the the chimpanzees in the beginning of two thousand one. Right. right. <laughs> like, 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 like I'm scared of this giant What's the thing. Giant black thing that came out of me? Yeah. If those things had cameras, they would have those ostrilopithecine. <laughs> yeah, they would have. They would have snapped a pic of the monolith. All right. Anyways, it took a huge shit. I mean, it was a hockey stick. Okay. But, but was it in the shape? If it had been in the shape 
shape of a monolith, then I might consider it. If it had come out as a perfect rectangle, I might think, That's, this is just, you know what, this isn't history anymore, this is science. Yeah. Because I, we, we've I, gone in Neil deGrasse Tyson territory here, and the, the odds of taking a rectangular shit are one in one billion, and yet Dan Harmon achieved it four times last week after visiting the Fat Burger on Santa Monica. <laughs> And I don't even know what I did, and I didn't experience anything uh, untoward on the toilet. I was, it, was like, right. it was like a normal experience. Smooth sailing, yeah. I was just sitting there thinking about uh, Xanadu or whatever, and, right. I, I, and then I, I, just, I just got off and I looked down, and it was like, this uh, remarkable, amazing. Okay, we don't, have to, we don't have to talk about it. It's a conversation that goes nowhere. I, I only wanted to talk about the relationship. Did you ever see the South Park episode with the guy where the dad takes the, the giant shit? And the, they do a whole episode. I mean, that's like, it is... There is something about I, 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 it's 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 a it's an exploration of a thing that's always going on. That of course no one wants to t you don't want to talk to other people about your shit. Some people still tell each other about their dreams. I'm I'm, I'm uh, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> like 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 even that's not so great. So of course talking about your shit like in the minutia like, like it's like oh gross. I, I don't like that when people go like oh it was like a pebble but it had a stick on the end and I was like I don't care I don't want to picture your shit. But but at the same time I think there's something interesting about the fact that you know we 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 uh you know we 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 do we we do so few things every day and there's so few of those things that we do every day that we that we do, never really really talk about and we really have a relationship with and it was it was it was the biggest shit of my life it was a i've only been married once and i've only taken this big a shit once i haven't had a baby yet uh, but uh, uh, i mean it seemed like i did when i all right so all right that's it that's it it's just, it was a special shit and i, I you didn't I, call 911 or anything no I, I took a picture and i just i just went upstairs hey greg I, thanks for coming great proof everybody <laughs> To the H into the A into the. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, okay. So that's the that's the gross segment of the show. I, I, had, I had another thing about. Uh, I always uh, um, wondered about. Uh, you know when you the recycle bin if you blow your nose and then. You, right. Is it still recycling? Is it or yeah. is it garbage now? Well, yeah. Are you supposed to put it in there? And like, then I always I always picture it. like a, like a shoe box made out of recycled materials. It was like are my. Right. My booger's somehow a part of the box. Right. Or is like the last part of the coleslaw in the cardboard thing still recycling, or is it garbage because yeah. it's got the organic matter? Yeah. You, you recycle tissues? Well, you're supposed to. He takes pictures of his no? shit, Jeff. There's really, there's really unlimited possibilities as to what he recycles at this point. You're supposed to throw out your discarded paper products? Like, 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 like. Well, well blow, blow your nose and throw that in the recycle bin? Well, I mean, it's not like the... I mean, that. well, this is a question. I mean, I... <laughs> I always know? hover over the two things, because I'm like, well... I'll answer it. I'll go garbage on that. Because people have to pick through the recycling. Yeah. And they, they certainly to... don't want to feel your... <laughs> Excretions. There's a human being. There's like a Jawa that goes through every. They don't just put you know, it in like a puddle. For of someone who just had two black people up here, your understanding of what the underclass has to do is rather limited. I would think in this regard, Dan. Yes, people have to go through every uh, manner of uh, of. of they got, that, they got, the recycling bin gets dumped out. Well, take me through from the, the blue bin goes well, into the truck, and then they take right. that one. Two to... Austrian men, one's named Franz, the other I don't know his name, take it to an area outside of Pomona, California, where it's dumped into a giant refuse pile, uh, much like the volcano in Mordor. And uh, on, the, on the 
uh, the sides of this, uh, it, it's much like that uh, that movie from several years ago, the one with all the Indian children that won the Oscar for uh, being Slum, the one that Slum, made, Slumdog Millionaire? Right, yeah, Slumdog Millionaire, where uh, it made people feel awful and therefore good. Uh, <laughs> because it was in color and there was dancing and whatnot. And so uh, all the excreta, effluvium, errata, and uh, jetsam that uh, the world uh, perpetrates, someone has to go through each uh, piece of it to see if there's any value to it. And then they either put it in a bag and take it to a community where they sell it, or uh, it goes into a big giant furnace that's marked um, Big Devil. And uh, that's, that's how recycling works. But you're talking about, I mean, we have a de facto layer in there where the... Uh, I am, of course, bullshitting at all times, but I would appreciate it if you'd maintain your respectful silence. Because there are homeless people that go through, and they go through the bins, and then they go like, oh, they're... they're I prefer they're, the term indigenous street people, but yes. And they grab the stuff. Homeless infers that everyone gets a home, which is, as I think our friend who works at Jamba Juice will attest, uh, at, at, when you're away slave no home is given to you the idea of home and homeless is a is a fairly i think george carlin worked that point over pretty pedantically uh don't you think like like, i still honestly like all the shit that goes in the paper bin like i don't picture one human being going like ah this paper's got chocolate on it it's a crew of people and they they can't i I don't know the the, the ruling on this but you can't blow your nose and recycle that that just seems thank you that's no at the very least it's impolite well, well, does that? But that imply, But then you have put your pizza, your cardboard pizza box in there, right? It's got cheese all no, over yeah, it. Yeah, but think about it. You don't. You, no, you, you, don't. <laughs> you, you put things that are recyclable, and they're like the things that it's like, like recycle this plastic, recycle the things with a little symbol on it, like things. And ideally, you clean them first. You you rinse them off, and you put those in the recycle bin. You don't just put anything that conceivably could be recycled in the recycle bin. Well, you know, I, I, I'm sure I'm not the person to be letting you in on this, but we have gone recycle crazy to the point where there is often no actual refuse container in, like, offices and stuff. There's, like, in my in the writer's bungalow at work, there is no uh, non-recycling. There's, like, four giant cardboard boxes that all have the recycling symbol on it. Is one for, it. like, compost or something like that? Because like, certain no, there's just four big giant fucking boxes that all have that symbol on it. Is the, I don't want to be a libertarian here, but is the dirty little secret that this shit just goes into a fucking pile with everything else is uh, like, like because I, uh, the stuff that we're putting in these boxes it's like oh yeah this is where the plastic and the paper and the cardboard yeah but it's to make the... people feel better about themselves right I don't, I don't it's think, an exercise it's a charade it's... like a lot of stuff we do and my, like security at the airport and shit like that and most of our waste is like oh well, let's do this and then we'll pretend that it's really happening and white people are happy and everyone goes home and... but you're saying there's still some guy picking through it that's not just a guy going Absolutely through cocking those... lately ever drive down the streets about and see people digging in the garbage cans and pulling out Burger King wrappers and shit like that, I guarantee you, no matter what's happening. I don't want to bring it down to a bummer level where all, all your nice lower middle class fans are bummed out. We're talking about they, we're talking about two different things though. You're talking about people. They're like, that, fuck, I don't even have health care. I'm two paychecks away from going through a Burger King fucking wrapper. You're talking about that's how they talk to themselves. <laughs> Everyone's internal monologue in this room is kinda like this. You're talking about I'm from Daytona. I don't know why everything's like this. I understand that there's people that go through the garbage cans that then take stuff to the recycling center that the stuff that they I understand there's people that go through my garbage that are that are like scavengers from sector seven i get that i admire those people it's amazing that they're like bothering to find the honest labor the quote-unquote honest labor that's afforded to their situation like it's it blows my mind spencer only gives those people money he doesn't give panhandlers money he pulls over and randomly runs up to those people and gives them money because they're like 
He's, he has some, it's like, yeah, you want to encourage the ones that are doing it, uh, whatever, I don't know. Uh, wow. The, so the, he, he labors under the false notion that this world is a meritocracy. Yeah, right. Way, like, that well, that but, can be enforced even at the lowest level. But I'm talking about at the place. Like, I don't know where the stuff goes. I know where the... Yeah, there, I know there, the there are whole, people, like, I've watched, like, you know, some modern marvels and things like that, where there's a, there's, a, there's a guy or a gal at a conveyor belt, and they're looking through, like, this we need, that that goes along the thing. Like, they're, they're actually... They are, yeah. Right, okay. There are so sorters they're, at the end. So they're just pulling there's stuff... There's also a giant plastic island in the South Pacific that bobs up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple of kilometers wide, and... Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we should be able to start building on that pretty soon, right? Uh, Dan, <laughs> I've talked about it on another show, but I want to talk about it on this show. We need to do Harmontown from the Garbage Island. <laughs> It's out in the South Pacific. I don't know how we get there. I think you fly. There's no birds or fish anymore. But at a certain point in the South Pacific, when you get out there, there's a giant bunch of birds and fish because the garbage is there. And you're like, it's an ecosystem. There's, there's, right. Yeah, there's all kinds of. And it's you just, probably can't walk but, on it though, right? It's not. No, sure you could. It's nothing but six pack uh, 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 plastic things and containers and and styrofoam and whatnot and your you know old tissues and and uh, uh, Jamba Juice cups that people threw away in L.A. that got caught in a tsunami tide and shot across the fucking Pacific and stuff. And I think it's going to be solid enough in another six months or so that we can do a fucking benefit for it. What, what if that ends up being like the, the new world? What if, yeah, right. what if that like is Hawaii like was three million years ago or whatever, or Iceland. Now yeah. the garbage island is the new paradigm. And we all... It's like where all the intelligentsia live. Oh, they, yeah. They, they form a perfect government. Right. Yeah. I'm going I'm to move there like uh, uh, Arthur Clarke moved to Ceylon, and I'm going to write my next novel there. And the, by that time, there'll be mammals and monkeys and, and whatnot uh, living on the garbage island as well, and fauna and flora, and there'll be palm trees growing out of nowhere and whatnot. Nature finds a way. I, I, if, if we've learned nothing, we've learned that Jeff Goldblum's uh, absolutely right in the movie Jurassic Park. Nature does find a There's bit. so many movies he's right in, and Independence Day is one, but the other one is Jurassic Park. If you can get an Apple Mac to interface with an alien craft like he does in Independence Day, that is some feat of technology. Was he right in powder, Greg? In powder? In powder, was oh, he right? Oh, fuck. Uh, Jeff, uh, when is Jeff Goldblum wrong? Uh, he's right. He's right. The fly. Whoa, 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 whoa. I hear a, I hear a grown man, but inside a frightened girl. Wait, you know, but they're right. He, he was wrong on the fly. He fucking... He, oh, in the fly he was. He was, he was wrong, wrong. But you know what he was no, he right wasn't. about? He married Gina Davis uh, while he made that movie, so he was right about that. Well, okay. But the thing about the fly is it's a tragedy. It's like Macbeth. So Macbeth was right about killing the king, making him... King. Well, he made a deal with the devil, didn't he? Though, I mean, and that's there's the rub. Right, but I'm saying that like like you're saying, Goldblum is always at his best when he's right about something in a tragic movie like that, a sci-fi yeah. horror movie that ends with him getting his sorry kids getting his brains blown out. Um, the the. Uh, He's 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 right the whole time. He's yeah. even he's even right. He even goes now. It's time to blow my brain right, out. Right, but he's a, he has a conscience in that one and all that jazz. Yeah. He often does though. He, he he's. He's like a gold bloom. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, so. I think that... Well, he's married now, so all the women in the room are safe. For the moment. If he was roaming around L.A. like yeah, he used to. He almost was... hurdled me. Like, like oh, yeah. He, he's my height, or, or taller. Oh, maybe. no, he's quite tall, yeah. And uh, I was at a thing, and I was on a date with some girl. Like It wasn't like a hot date. It was just a girl I knew. We went to go see him play at the Argyle right. Hotel, which is now played called the... the the sunset, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But uh, we, went, we went and saw him, and I was in the, uh, in the men's room, and there was a, a men's room attendant. And I, so I was washing my hands, and there's Jeff Goldblum. And the men's room attendant, his sign says, thank you, my name is Jeff. 
So I'm washing my hands next to Jeff Goldblum, and there's a guy named Jeff. And I said, wow, my name's Jeff, too. I said, you know, Meteor hits his bathroom. That's, uh, t- that takes care of a lot of the Jeffs in this building. And, and Goldblum looks at me and goes, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we walk outside, and I'm with some gal, and, uh, and she's good-looking, kind of, and, uh, and, and he, I, I introduce him to her, because now, we, now we have, we've had that moment, and uh, I introduce her, this is, this is another Jeff, and, and he talks to this gal, and never, ever, ever takes her eyes off of her tits. Uh-uh. Yeah. And, 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 and then later, like, he, he, if he could have walked through me, like with the at the atoms could have aligned, yeah, could yeah. have actually passed through me because right, that, that would have right. been faster, like quantum <laughs> leap or something. <laughs> yes. If he could have just completely like Stockwell your ass. And just, <laughs> I love that it's you now can, five minutes from now, and I just walked through you. You can get creepy to the point where you transcend <laughs> physics. It's, it's true, though. It's true. I've seen him. If we took a, a, a informal poll of every woman in this room. Uh, he he's hit on every woman, uh, I think, on yeah. Earth. Yeah. For sure, there is. There's a there's 150 people in this room, maybe, or am I flattering myself? Uh, uh, let's assume that dozens, uh, that, sure. that half of them are not women because it's Harmontown. It's like more like well, uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah I, 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 that, this, you're right. This, I'm just beating your your observation, Dad. The the the, I, the number of women that I have talked to that have a Jeff Goldblum story that uh, specifically about his sort of I don't want to use hot button language like predatory or anything. No, no, he's not predatory. It's, I, I've done a couple gigs with him. I, I used to have him on my chat show a couple times, and he was absolutely charming and, and really lovable and fucking just, like, was ceaseless. Yeah. But you know you know that old saying uh, uh, when you're a teenager guy say to you, if you hit on every girl, like, eventually one will you tumble. Can't, you can't hit if you don't swing, man. Right. He, he's the only person next to Bill Clinton who's actually observed that philosophy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, most guys don't. Most guys don't hit on every single girl they meet. But Jeff Goldblum and Bill Clinton, I think, are like, hey, how's it going? And then every woman goes, no, and pushes them away, and they're like, fine, I'm on to the next but, one. But he also has a thing. He has, that, he has that really like animal like like sexual drive where when he sees a woman it's l- like laser beam lock like target lock on oh, them. yeah like the like, predator oh, so yeah, just yeah. heat yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ping 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 <laughs> you are one ugly bastard <laughs> blender of predator references there is a, he, the predator was hunting the person but then he was Arnold Schwarzenegger I changed characters oh, in the okay. middle of, uh, my scenes have a lot of uh, jump cuts in them it's, very, it's, it's not complex as much as it is perplexing I also I, I got I got nearly I think you could call it a, a cross check a hip check Mm. I'm not sure what the correct ho- hockey term is. Bruce Willis went through me, like like he actually <laughs> dozed me over yeah. to get to a, to get to a girl. Like wow. Like, 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 and then I saw him. He, he saw a girl, and this was like my first girlfriend, like that I was ever in love with, and I was like early twenties. And she looked enough like Demi Moore for me to get it. Like 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 he, she, she certainly was in his zone. And he came out of the men's room at this club in Hollywood and saw her from across the way, and there was various uh, sofas and. Human beings and like like like, like Mario uh, obstacles, you know, like like, like like things for him to like like There was various Donkey Kong barrels rolling at him, but he had to get through. And he 
he saw her from across the room at about, let's call it like, you know, let's say 30 feet, 40 feet, and looked and saw, like RoboCop, saw the lay of the land, like, like sofa, uh, 1.5 meters high, uh, like, 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 like charting a course. She was four meters high? <laughs> the, the sofa was, like, the sofa was 1.4 meters. And so he, he looked around and thought, if, it'll take so long to walk around like, like a human, like a person would through the through affairs of traffic that a person might walk to get from one point to another in a bar. He just started jumping over and climbing over, like stepping on people's coats. Wow. Just, just, just he was go, that desperate to get to her. Beeline. And then he went, kaboom, right into me. And I, I didn't, like, I kind of saw him coming. I, I saw him coming. I saw this all happening. And I turned to my girlfriend and the next thing I know, I see him, and he's right on me, and he just goes, it, it just knocks me, like, not all the way to the ground, but nearly. Wow. Yeah. Was like, this Hudson Hawk era, or <laughs> Pulp fiction It's after Hudson Hawk. Oh, he was, like, racing. He was like, my hair's falling out. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know how sexy he was going to get when no. it finished falling out. He was, he was still airbrushing it out of his head yeah, yeah, for $40 yeah. million. Dollars. die hard. Area. That's yeah. what it is. Like, First like, three. After Pulp Fiction, he's probably like, hey, come over here. <laughs> it's just this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but Hudson Hawk, yeah, he's like vaulting, like, like, like bringing her two Seagrams. All right. Ah. They don't even know. They don't even remember. <laughs> I've had a few guys do it. It's pretty desperate. Yeah. I've had one or two. I'm, I, I can't say their names. I, I got I've had one or two guys just, you know, basically knock you down because there was something... I there. got run over by uh, Nicolas Cage one time but he, uh, in, 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 in New Orleans, but he, he came absolutely careening out of an elevator in New Orleans. And it wasn't because he was trying to get anywhere. He just came out and was like, <laughs> and, 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 I was, and I was a guy waiting in the elevator. I was like, I was like oh, sorry, man. <laughs> so many floors in this building. I don't begrudge him for that. I mean, we all wanted what he was having that night because he looks. He was, oh, that's so. I love that. I've never. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to be near it. Uh, my friend Tom Kenny told me that he was at Johnny Ramone's funeral and um, uh, over at uh, uh, Hollywood Forever, and, uh, uh, and Nicolas Cage was very good friends with Johnny Ramone. And he goes, he wore a Matrix outfit, a long black coat and shades. And he goes, everybody got up and spoke, and then Nicolas Cage went, Johnny. If you're up there, I know you can hear us. And if, <laughs> oh. Fucking awesome! I want Nicolas Cage at my funeral. Yes, you do. I don't even care if I can't see it. I want him to be there and go, Greg. That's <laughs> fucking yes. Rocking good news. Uh, so fantastic. That would be great if Wouldn't you could it? just request that and yes. just blow people's I minds. Want, I don't even know him. I want Nick Cage yeah. to do the eulogy so he can go, right! You know. <laughs> he could probably charge for that the yeah. same way that they sell like uh, the cryogenic f- freezing companies. Mm-hmm. Like those are all scams. It's like, well, who's gonna sue you? You know, your head's right. in a bucket. But uh, <laughs> so Nick Cage could make you. He could go, yo, a million dollars. I'll I'll do your eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait, do it <laughs> He has to wear. A Wait a second, Dan. Dan, I've, I've, Dan, I've known you for a long time. I didn't know you did a great Nicholas Cage. No. Now it's all of a sudden this like face-off and shit. You're John Travolta in face-off, man. 
I, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't. I, I don't. Uh, it's really good. It's just yeah, you know, it's quite good. It's just it's uh it's uh you 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 do the uh, Gary Busey overbite. Yeah. Uh, and then you raise it an octave. Yeah. So, so Gary Busey. We're all Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Like I kind of do it by like thing because it's like 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 this is Don Knotts. Oh, I'm Don Knotts. But then this is Bill Clinton. Oh, Bill Clinton. Like, okay. oh, lethal weapon. What is a lethal weapon? Oh, Andy. I'm Don Knotts. I'm Bill Clinton. I'm Don Knotts. I'm Bill Clinton. Yeah. And then there's a third one that, that, that fits that same category. Who's the, uh, who's the, who's the, who's, who's, who's the third? Jimmy is it Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> well, Jimmy Stewart's one of the, uh, 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 uh Jimmy Stewart. Uh, Dan Harmon. I'm talking about Bill Clinton. Yeah. When Jimmy Stewart raises his voice, he does the weird octave thing like in, uh, uh, I was watching him. What's the Christmas picture where? It's a wonderful one. Yes. And uh, not as good as I remembered it, frankly. A little more, uh, not a torpid, but I still like, haven't seen it all the way it's through. sweaty. It's a sweaty fucking Christmas movie. Everybody would rather live in Bedford Falls because it's, it's way more fun. Well, huh? Bedford Falls has uh, uh, bars that are open all night and, and, and like places to dance yeah, and, and shit. People talk jive and stuff. Yeah, like right. That. In the regular Bedford Falls, everyone, yeah. No, but in that one, it's like, well, it comes up pretty handy down here, Bob. Like, you'll, you'll, you'll lose his shit and it goes right to the top. Did I tell you? Uh, you weren't there, Greg. I was with Drew. Did you get knocked over by Jimmy Stewart in a no. bar? No. No. I'm, I'm there. No, oh. listen. I'm there with Catherine Hepburn, okay? Ginger Rogers is on the dance floor. Jimmy Stewart comes out of the elevator, and I don't know what the fuck Jimmy Stewart's on. Uh, 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 I, I'm fucked to the tits. I'm ripped. <laughs> Who's that piece of ass over there? I was at, uh, I was at, remember when Drew Carey and I were dating? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Drew was single for a while. He would call me up and say, let's go to Vegas. So I, we would go to Vegas. And we went to go see John Fogarty from CCR, of course. Yes. And, uh, and he played at the, at the Hard Rock at the, what was then the, the old joint. Uh, and he had front row center seats to it. And Drew's gambling out in the, um, in the high stakes blackjack joint, you know, of course winning because he's rich and he can't lose. And, uh, and, and Gary Busey is there and he is with a very lovely gal and I don't know that it's a prostitute, I just have my feelings about it. She's I my mean, sponsor. She... <laughs> so we meet a bit uh, and so I, Drew's like, hey man, the, the show's starting, so like, I, I'm, I, I gotta finish out this hand, I'm, I'm doing really well, so if you wanna go, like there's an opening banner right now. Here. By the way, this is a dead accurate Drew Carey. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff does the best Drew Carey, I can't do him as well. So like, uh, he goes, here's the tickets, uh, so, uh, so I'll be there in a bit, so we, so we get there, and I, I, I don't know where the seats are. Where should you guys go? Don't dance real funny. I don't know where the seats are, so I walk into the thing, and it's, it's, it's uh, because it's John Fogarty, it's not people standing up, it's, it's chairs. Yeah, it's silver ponytails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lots of silver ponytails. And, uh, yeah. and so uh, I, I look for the thing, and of course, it's because it's Drew, it is the dead center seat. Yeah. There are 15 seats. Right. Muhammad to... Ali's in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we're there. So I, I, I'm by myself, and so I just sit down, and there's, there's eight seats flanking me, empty. So I look like the weirdest guy in the world. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, this guy bought 12 seats for himself. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and finally Drew comes, and our friends all show up. 
And I think you're a, you're a homicide detective uh, who never solved the case of the guy who kept murdering women and playing a John Fogarty song to, over the phone every time he did it. So when he plays "Born on the Bayou," I'm gonna scan this crowd pretty fucking hard tonight. So That's a song that they did. So fucking John Fogarty sounds amazing. He can't. He still sounds like it's you know yeah. 40 years ago. He's he's brilliant, and uh, he's landed down. And then Drew comes and all, all of our friends are there. And I'm like, thank you for coming. It was very strange. But I, I kind of, like, it was kind of fun to be, like, the weirdest, like, high roller guy that yeah. didn't buy the tickets. And, you know, yeah. Drew carried it. Uh, then I keep getting flicked in the back of the head, and it's Busey. He's, he's, he's row three. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone is seated because, like, it's people watching a show, and it's not like, you know, the Nine Inch Nails is not on stage. It's, 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 you know, he's like, like, put me in, coach. You know, like, like no, no one's going to be standing up there. So, uh... We, Drew, he keeps flicking me and Drew in the back of the head. Hey guys, who, 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 hey, flick. Like, like, it's a like painful flicks in the back of the head like you're in the junior high school. And we're like, like fucking uh, Gary Busey keeps flicking me in the head. And, and he's standing up. Yeah! Yeah! The whole show. And at one point, Fogarty looks at him and goes, Gary, I see you. Sit down. Did he really? Imagine how many shows he's been to, and John Fogarty's like, really? John Fogarty's like, come on, man! Like, like, there's people are trying to enjoy this. So imagine having success at that level where Gary Busey is your Adam Goldberg. Like, you have a, you have the regular crazy guy that comes to the show that sometimes you gotta go, hey, take it easy, and it's Gary Busey. That's fantastic. You know, Gary Busey was in uh, 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 Leon Russell's band. He was the drummer for years, and his name was Teddy Jack Eddie. He went by Teddy Jack Eddie, and when he did Buddy Holly, he played and sang all the fucking songs in the movie with that with that band. Yeah. Gary Busey is a like a you know, uh, not only is he uh, you know amazingly incandescently weird, uh, <laughs> to put it gently, uh, he, he actually has a rock and roll background, which makes it even more frightening. Yeah. Well, okay, well, that's a perfect segue. To, uh, let, let's bring out Spencer, first of all. <laughs> Spencer Crittenden. To the Spence, to the Sir, to the Spence Spencer. Hey, baby. We're the kings of rock. We'll take you higher. Isn't that what it Sucker uh, MCs must call me sire. So I wanted to, uh, I wanted, I, I wanted to address Randy Quaid a little bit. Yeah. You're the only one I know that I actually like went through this video with. Oh boy. I, I was at my friend's house the other day, and I was like, "Has anyone seen that Randy Quaid video?" And they didn't understand. Like, and so I was like, no, you have to see this. And then no one put it on immediately, so I was like, no, you have to see this. And every 15 minutes, I was like, seriously, you fucking guys, you have to watch this video. It's have the most it? important thing in the world right now. I am aware of it, because I saw it on the web today, but I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. I, you I did, however, watch a Dennis Quaid video where he was quite calm. <laughs> That's what I keep thinking about is Dennis Quaid just, just waking up in the morning. Like, like, like the morning, when I, I get up because there's a call time. It's like 6.30 a.m. Schraub texts me. Randy Quaid, he sent me a link to the YouTube video and, and, and said he does, he, he quotes Independence Day at the end of the video. Watch the whole thing. Because he goes, I'm back. Well, he's, uh, thank you. 
it, which is a thing for. So I wanted to. What I, the thing I was, it sent me down this rabbit hole. Like, what what happened with Randy Quaid? Because he everyone just keeps brushing it into this pile. I'm very very phobic about dismissing uh, crazy behavior. I don't. I uh, for, I guess it's I, I for obvious reasons. Like I don't want to be the, the, like you know a couple moves from that, <laughs> on that chessboard from if, if we're gonna start depending on where we draw the line. I don't know how you play chess. Um, they, uh, they, Rook to Harmon four, <laughs> mate in two. So, so like I always, whenever, whenever, whenever somebody like has a meltdown in the press, or like, oh, that crazy person, that crazy person, right. whether it's the Coney 2012 guy or Charlie Sheen or Randy Quaid or me sometimes, uh, whatever. They, they, I, I always like go like, 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 well, what's the real story here? What's going on? Because the last thing I want to do is be a part of 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 a of a, of a gang of any kind. Um, uh, if it's easy to say what a nut bar, uh, I, I, I always, I always, I'm always compelled to let go. Like, what does he do in this video? Oh yeah, God. Well, you don't even, you don't even, you don't even know the headline of it. Well, it's, no, I just saw that he made this, and the wife's there too, I presume. Yeah, the wife is there, and she's in a bikini top, and she's, she's like, hang, hanging out in the background, and then uh, it gets worse. She, she's <laughs> kind of glaring at the camera through aviator shades while he explains, as he has before, that Rupert Murdoch has it in for him, and that he has never been. Uh, that he's been fucked over by this like kind of uh, larger system, which we can talk about in a second. Exactly what his what what his theory is and why he has it. Uh, but he has this this this. You know, he feels he's been persecuted. It, the, the, I, I went down the rabbit hole of going through the timeline of everything that's happened to him. Started in 2007. Cut to I don't have time to explain all of it, but cut to he's got no U.S. passport and he's basically sitting in one room in Canada waiting to get either I guess put in jail in Canada or sent. I don't know where. He like, doesn't have a U.S. passport. They took a Hillary Clinton took his passport away. I don't think personally. Wait, whoa, 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 he, whoa, he whoa, says, whoa, whoa! He says Hillary Clinton. That's took his pretty passport specific, away. man. <laughs> because uh, you know, uh, John Kerry called me the other week and he wanted to take my passport away, but I no, don't give it to him. Exactly. It's a trick. I don't want to end up in Ontario in a fucking room with my wife. So he's he, never worn a bikini top in a video that I can remember. So he does a he does a small rant. Uh, says like I I hi I'm Randy Quaid. I made uh, a 20th Century Fox a billion dollars when I saved the world in Independence Day. Um, uh, Rupert Murdoch is uh, in 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 return. What's happened? And he just kind of recounts like he gets mad that Rupert Murdoch didn't thank him for saving the world in Independence. Stay at some point. Yeah, I mean, he kind of. That's. And does you're worried about calling him a nut bar. Yeah. Um, I am. I, well, here, I understand. I, what I'm worried it's about not, is it's not fun to pile on. People. I'm worried about calling him a drug addict because I think that everyone keeps going like, "Oh, crystal meth, crystal meth, crystal meth." Let he who is without drugs cast the first. You know, only users, only users lose drugs. Let's all. I feel like when I have a nervous breakdown, you will part. Is that going to happen tonight? It or? may have happened Wednesday. You okay. don't know, but part parcel of my breakdown will be an increased use of whatever substances make oh, me no feel question. better. Oh no question, no question. Um, and so I, I always wonder when people for me it's tang have yes. these like they have these brush ups with the press and the and contemporary society, and it's like oh the dr- oh, he's on drugs, the web, he's on drugs. It's so immediate. And I'm like, is the drug the causal agent? Because he's not. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Everyone says he's the sweetest guy in the world. Yeah, he's been. Married to his wife Evie for since the '90s, they've always had a very passionate. And he's not a terrible actor. He's quite a good actor. He's fabulously talented, and they, a great character actor. And uh, they, they, he, and his marriage to you can't you can't Yoko the, to 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 no, put no, it in genetics. Part like that. She she's not she's not the cause of any problems either. Like they've had a they've had a passionate uh, partnership since the '90s. 
she didn't come in and, and, and start causing problems in his life. In 2007, shit just switched like a light. Like stuff yeah. started going weird. Yeah. Now, you, usually when you lose your mind, statistically, you're in your 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 early 20s. Um, some some people could, but but if you're in a marriage and it's a it's a biochemical thing, you don't go crazy together. That's and, and there and he is not methed out. He is not he he's not he does not he's chubby and and ruddy faced and healthy looking. He just seems. To be really put out by what he claims is a is a global conspiracy. Do you think he's having a manic episode or something? That's it, well, it's been lasting for like six years now. Yeah, but sometimes they do, you know. Well, that's what I. That's that's. I what mean, I look I'm, at Sinatra in the fifties or whatever. You know, like he made five million records or whatever. And I think, <laughs> you know, I think he was up all night every night, just like. You know? Well, that's the biggest crime of all. Then is if Sinatra is if, was a is if we're missing Randy Quaid. So. <laughs> I would hate to think that we're missing Randy Quaid's best years then because... Well, uh, I don't like, think we're missing... I, I, it's horrible when people pile on, though, and it turns into but, chasing but, Frankenstein to the village. I don't like it when the crime is being weird. It's like, it's like well, what is it? You're right. right. I, I, but it is because of YouTube I think it's great when that. people gang up. I think the great thing about the internet is that we can gang up on bullies. I think that's fucking great. We, yeah, when, that's uh, the best part. The weird thing is that we, we just <laughs> It keep, is, though. We seem to keep ganging up on nerds. Like, we just... Like, just kind of like Brian Williams and shit. That yeah. like, really, dude? But won't Hollywood throw their arms around him like they did Robert Downey? And like, 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 I hope let's, so. Let's, let's make you famous again. Or, or uh, what's his name? Uh, the wrestler, uh, Mickey Rourke. Mickey yeah. Rourke. Yeah, I hope I so. I, I, th- I mean, he's 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 aging really gracefully. He's a wonderful performer. He's got this powerful voice. He's clearly off his rocker. But I don't even I don't even want to use that phrase necessarily because it, it, it's like 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 I don't know like like he's an actor how sane is he supposed to be and and, exactly. and what the fuck happened I don't I don't the I don't know that's I feel, it well, I, I feel TMZ like should... got him arrested six times is what happened to him yeah that's enough to make anyone you know a little upset yeah he's freaky there's no question about that. <laughs> Spencer but you know my argument always is like. Uh, Dick Cheney walks the streets free every day and feels fucking empowered to give his opinion anytime he likes. Donald Trump fucking comes on TV and tells us he's going to run for president. Sarah Palin gives speeches and shit like that. And no one impugns their sanity at any point. I know, it's and like, yet they're all evil, fucking, insane, uh, unbelievable, unbalanced maniacs yeah, who have destroyed you, the world in their own fine way. If you, you know? took their money away right. by, by, by signing some form at City yeah. Hall that said that their jurisprudence wasn't the Hall yeah. of Bursers and the Flim Flam <laughs> but, like, you, nothing looks crazier than being poor uh, and having an opinion. Donald yeah. Trump, if he was fucking like, if he shuffled in here right now and had like a rat tail on his cheek and said the shit that he right, says right. on Twitter, Obama's you'd be like, not from America, are you out of your goddamn <laughs> yeah. mind? I mean, and even just his right, hair. Yeah, like, like, just being born rich just gives you like this sanity pass. Like, oh, yeah. like, doesn't it just? So, I, what I'm curious about is how they lost their money. And that's the, th- I, I, I don't. So because all their trouble started <laughs> like uh, Hillary Clinton took away the passport and, and all of his gold. <laughs> well, they're sitting up there in Canada and they're making videos. You can you can follow every 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 Quaid on Twitter. She has like 148 followers, and I saw like they, they have 148. Yeah, they have like they have, they have like these videos. There's like other videos that they're making from the same room. How could she just, only have that many if this is that big of a thing? Right? That's, what, that's what I don't understand. I don't know. Why does I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's, it's one of those weird, that's why I'm fascinated with their story because it's kind of doesn't, doesn't, doesn't fall into every little apple box on my right. understanding of the world factory. 
But then you work in a bungalow where there's a proprietary uh, uh, exponential fucking, um, you know, uh, what, what did you call it? Re- recycle bins? Recycling bins. There's, there's and yet you know for a fact that those are hypocritical recycling well, bins. Well, I know because there is no actual, there's not a box that says, and just put shit and turds and boogers in here. There, and, and dead raccoons. There's, there's like... Is there a lot of dead raccoons in the bungalow? There's four. There's got to be one underneath it. Uh, no, that was my last script. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> There's nothing like a small mammal joke to really rock a... The foxes must have got to it. No! That's why Act 3 was so unsatisfying. Boof! I think a ferret got to that. Um, there's a yeah. There's just four giant boxes, and there's a guy that comes at midnight, and I sleep at my office enough to know that all he does is show up. To like like sometimes he doesn't know I'm there, so I get to listen to what he does from midnight to four thirty a.m. And it's a real like risky business situation out there. Like he's boom 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 yeah. boom boom boom. He just, just put those old records on the shelf. Except he just keeps emptying the same garbage over and over yeah. again. And I keep thinking he's going to come in my office, and he has a key. If he wants to, he can. But so I just sit there with my blanket. Go, like, it's like the, it's like the, uh, the, the, the Baba Duke or whatever. And, I, and, and then I just hear him out there just emptying stuff. And then if I clear my throat, he'll like be gone in ten minutes. Because I think he just comes to my bungalow to fuck around. But he also maybe thinks that someone's watching him, so he pretends to uh, take out the garbage for four hours. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, anyways, is uh, is my better half here? Is yeah, we should get, we should get scooting on the shadow run as soon as we can. Yeah. Is Aaron McGathy in the house? Woo! Aaron McGathy. Uh... Johnny Ramone's funeral will commence in five minutes. Wow. I may have ruined one of your keyboards. <laughs> what, in the, what in the Max Headroom is going on? Aaron's in a, in a very good costume. I, 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 can we dress up for our things? I, maybe I'll come. Can we? <laughs> that's, like, that's like when Max asked if he could rap. <laughs> Yeah, I can't ask you to dress up, but please go ahead. Yeah, my, my, I'm a 20 year old elf female shaman. Maybe, I mean, I'll do it. Oh. His hands are tied, folks. Uh, I, uh, I forgot it at home, but I made you an earring. A you little did? clip on earring, yeah. A single earring. I love it. Yeah, I, I was late because I, I have to finish a cake that I'm making for a film. Um, that's sad now that is I did it, that. Is it, is it Cake Boss the movie? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's so. hamburger four. This time it's a bakery. <laughs> um, and uh, I realized that the, uh, the my my actual cake wasn't cool. Everybody so I so I made this this outfit. Oh, you don't like your cake? Hour. You 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 think your cake's bad? <laughs> no, no, the cake is fine. It just it just has to cool for me to properly. Oh, I decorate. thought you said it wasn't cool. <laughs> oh. oh no! And then I just lost my mind, and I'm like, where's the glue gun? <laughs> I'm dressing up. This isn't enough. I blew it on the cake. <laughs> Do we have Demorge here as well? Yes, let's bring up Demorge. Demorge Brown. Hey, Demorge. Or Bill, as I know you. Oh, sorry. 
love you, sorry, as well. I'm just the bill. The way people say, oh, when I kiss my wife, which is a totally uh, normal thing for every human, makes me feel very inhuman. Doesn't it? I, I talk about my wife a lot on my show, and people go, I can't believe how proud you are of your wife. And it's like, what are you with your wife? Do you keep her in a room like fucking Jane Eyre or something? Um, I took an Uber over here, and the Uber driver, and I watched the feed on the way over, so it was so strange coming into the Oh, room. good plug, sweetie. Yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, it was great. I was whisked away. Um, and uh, anyway, I was watching. I was watching the feed, and an Uber driver turned back behind. He said, "You're uh, from that house. There's another man. I take him to Burbank." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes." Oh, you had our talk. Not Stubnorts. Or did you have this one of Armin. the thirty-seven Armands? Yeah. <laughs> this is Armand, uh, and he said he's a um, he's an assistant to a cook. And I, I just stopped the feed. I was like, what? Well, he's not an assistant to a cook. He said, I take him to Burbank, and there's a big picture there. Uh, a big, like, cooking picture. And he's, he's an assistant to a cook. And I said, no, no, he's a writer. And he said, for a cook? Are you a writer for a cook? Uh, what do you write? Like, uh, take the spatula, a, flip the pancake, whatnot? I'm a, I'm a polygamist, and this is how we find out. <laughs> I, I wasn't watching the feed tonight. I was watching, um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Jonathan E. from the Houston team is playing a worldwide rollerball match tonight. So I, I was watching that on the way over. Yes, that's a rollerball reference, everybody. Wow. But the logo for my that animation. For me. Jonathan! The logo for Starburns is a cook, is a chef. That's what he's talking about. It's kind of amazing that... I, 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 I don't know. I'm like, oh, he that's adorable. He thinks cooking school. <laughs> it's like it's it's like it's like when Harvey barks at Danny DeVito. I'm like, wow, he thinks it's a dog. <laughs> oh, dossiers. My dog thinks that Danny DeVito, or we, well, we don't know, we, we, we can never know There's why our dog me. barks yeah. at Danny DeVito. If you, if you, if, if, when the, if, if you put on a, a latter season of Always Sunny, the dog goes nuts, like there's a cat on the screen or something. If you, um, that's for you. If, in my mind. The dog will also, in the iTunes screen, if, if, if the, if the, uh, the Rainmaker, with Danny DeVito and Matt Damon, both of whom are on the poster, is in the upper left corner of the screen because it's in your most recently viewed section, the, Harvey will look up at the upper left corner of the screen and go, <laughs> because it's smaller Danny DeVito and w more well-groomed. But then you put in season six of Always Sunny and he goes, <laughs> And, and, and only does that for dogs, cats, and Danny DeVito. Possibly because they're all the same weight. But if you put in like 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 Junior or something like that, like 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 the, the, it has to be like a disheveled Danny DeVito. Like it ha he has to get furry. I, I, I mean, so War of the Roses is out, or what? Yeah, what? I, well, I don't know. We haven't put in War. Have you Roses. tried like uh, like? Uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest when he's quite young. Oh yeah, that's a good. Ha one. Haven't tried it. I mean, haven't gone through the whole. Martini. I, I'm just amazed. The fucking dog, like he barks at the drawings of cats. And I said, I said, I said to Aaron, like, try drawing a picture of a dog on a piece of paper with a sharpie. Let's see if this fucking dog is like goddamn Caesar in Planet of the Dogs. And and so Aaron goes like, oh yeah, good idea. And she draws this thing. Aaron's 
artist, I guess. She does a, like the dog, she draws a cartoon dog. The dog's head is the size of the dog's body. Like she's drawing like a, like a pictogram of a dog. Like like, like that. I I'm like no. I draw, am so sorry. Draw draw like a regular picture Maybe of a dog. Maybe you should have baked a dog. Uh, I wonder what it's like being married to Greg Proops. <laughs> she drew the most amazing drawing of a dog, is what Greg would say. My wife's a very good artist. She did the pictures for my book. So then I go, so, it's good plug, sweetie. She did, actually. Uh, so I go, draw a regular picture. Like, draw just like a silhouette of a dog. Just draw like a, like a kind of a realistic shape of a dog. And she goes, okay, okay, I think I got you, I got you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And she draws for a while, and then she turns it around, and it's a picture of me with a dick in my mouth. <laughs> Max, you can buy that uh, drawing if you want later on after the show. Is it, is it a picture or a photograph, really? I mean. it, it was inspired by very real things in her head. All right, Spencer, let, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's get this rolling here. Torn from the pages of reality. Now, now, now Greg, are you, are you hip, Greg, to what's going on in our shadow room? Uh, I'm so hip to the jive. Dan and I had an extensive conversation where, let's move on. All right. Spencer, do you want to, uh, what, what do you need from us? Do you want to get, you want to get rolling here? Do we uh, need any preamble? Do you have a groovy theme song and shit? I don't know. We, um, I, I, I do have music for us. Well, there you go. I don't, I didn't write anything down for the intro part, so I don't know. Maybe just, I can do it. All right, well, put up the music and Dan will do it then. Last time on Shadow Run. <laughs> This is a damn Jamba Juice. Get your ass out here. We don't got no hamburger. Go down to Pink's. Jim Nightblade and his Shadowrun crew were assigned to find a BTL chip designer named Baldwin Brown in a compound surrounded by BTL, a.k.a. better-than-life chips, uh, that they were also supposed to get a hold of. Infiltrating the compound with his fingertip nano whip, Jim Nightblade made quick work of the perimeter, scaling the roof of the nearest warehouse, again nano whipping a nearby vent. The other characters did fine. <laughs> Sliding down silently like a deadly spider, Jim Nightblade came down in the middle of the warehouse with his grappling gun and his faithful, sexually tense compatriot, Eve Libertine, Eve Libertine <laughs> helping her down onto the floor. Nightblade then asked her to send a stun bolt to the two guys playing poker and then they they didn't it didn't work all the way and they shot some people uh Hortigard, the german guy is uh keeping watch from beyond using his psychic powers eve libertine meanwhile is out front no that's mercy Occ mercy sorry mercy god damn it mercy o'donnell mercy that's my wife's character is out at the south gate occupying three armed guards with various Dirk Benedict uh, circa 18 shenanigans. 
when we left them, Nightblade and Eve were closing the distance between themselves and the backs of the meaty heads of the three security guards that we were about to shoot them. Okay. Yep. You know what's amazing is that you did that in 46 seconds, which is almost exactly what the old length of Spencer's intro was. Yeah. You, you felt that. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to look at that and then go, 46 minutes. <laughs> the show was over five You're usually ago. the master of brevity, but you really wrapped that fucker up. Yeah, so Perhaps it just, was because he was missing some certain information. Uh, about Hortegaard and what he did. Maybe we should hear the intro from Hortegaard's perspective. (laughs) Is this like our Rashomon? uh... Perhaps not the whole intro, but for example, I am not German. I'm Norwegian. Uh, Same difference during the war, bro. (laughs) Nice. Wow. Too soon. War burn. (laughs) What a chop. Well, all right. So, uh, just some housekeeping up top. It's actually a mono whip, not a nano whip. It's, uh, it's actually quite a bit thicker than a nano whip. <laughs> We're talking about dicks, right? <laughs> okay, so, uh... It's just like so Mercy's face. It's actually quite a bit thicker than a nanobot. I just looked at Greg. Greg went. I think it was either did I leave the oven on or. Yeah. All right. So the three guards are being occupied by Mercy right now, right, Spencer? Uh, yeah. And and Hortigard, you you are uh, you got you got a, a line of fire on one of uh, on those guards from too, the front right? side. That's correct. From the front, outside the gate of the warehouse compound, and. Uh, Jim Nightblade and I, Eve, were sneaking up from behind right now, correct? Well, you were on the roof of the building. Okay, well, I descend down to get with uh, Jim Nightblade. All right, that happens. Hey, Nightblade, I got your back. (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting an injury. What's the range between uh, Jim uh, Nightblade and I with the the, uh, guards? Uh, Well, he's still on the roof. You're about 120 feet off. Oh, he's he's not down there yet? Uh, I didn't hear him go down there. Nightblade, get down here. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm down there. (laughs) What's your uh, agility plus sneaking, Dan? Fuck. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Probably four plus something in parentheses. I'm sorry. I, think it, I think it was nine total last time, right? Well, that was me shooting dudes. I remember that. Agility plus sneaking, I had a tougher time with. Five plus, looking at my sneaking, four plus four. That's, uh, that's 13 then, yeah? Yeah. All right. You sneak down quietly. And we're, we're how far away from these guards? 120 feet. All right, uh, Mercy, keep keep uh, keep them looking at you as we're sneaking up behind them. We're going to get a shot on these guys. All right. Um, can you see through my head? No. <laughs> I That was me in character as Mercy. I don't think they would say it like that. Thank you. Um... All right, let me let me try that again. I look I look at them and I I'm acting kind of crazy to uh, distract them. Hey, 
sometimes I feel like I'm, no one can see me at all, and it feels like you guys can really see me. Can you see me or see through me? No. I use my fucking <laughs> diplomacy. Is, is that just gone? Do I, my, do I no longer have any I don't, charisma? What? what? Do I have charisma? You're asking them a question. They're answering. I don't. I don't get what's happening. Okay. Sorry, Spencer. Just, the way you said it, it sounded. Well, they mean. just—it's a question you're asking, right? Well, it's a flirtatious. Why are you flirting with Spencer? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, they're still looking at me, even though they said no, right? Yeah. Okay. They can't see through your head. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to regroup and approach uh, differently from now on. Um, so they're going to look at me. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to walk away. Uh, Jim Nightblade, <clears throat> um, I'm going to cast improved invisibility on myself. Where I become invisible to human beings and to sensors and cameras and things like that. Walk up and just, I have shock gloves where my gloves are electric, and I'm just going to go zap and knock these guys out. But you got to, uh, well, no, there's only two guys. There's three of them, right? Three. I've got the third one covered. Okay. Um, do, do you like this plan, or do you want to come with? Yeah, I'm going to go from my left, so the third one will be all the way on my right. <laughs> or I could just cast a, I could just cast a stun ball on, the, on all, these, all these guys and just knock them all out. I yeah. The 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 more stunned they are, but when I get it within shooting range. This the more is, alive they'll be tomorrow for their families. <laughs> this is this is this is Aaron asking when we when we when we ended last time. I had said to that group that they should stay, and I was going to walk away. And we ended on a cliffhanger. Am I still? Yeah, I felt like we were about to there? pull the triggers and shoot these let, guys. Let, let's just the shoot these the fuckers. Let's just take okay, them out. I'm, yeah, I have walked away, but they're standing. I totally vote yeah. for shooting if that's what we're doing. <laughs> All right, I look, I, I've got my uh, my stick and shock uh, 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 bullets in my in my gun, and I put it on um, uh, like like three shot pulse uh, mode. So how far away are you? Uh, I, I start closing. The, we, we start closing the gap. Maybe you wanna sneak up a bit? Yeah, I'm walking towards these guys until I can shoot them in the head. Okay. <laughs> We're walking toward them. Until, what's a good range to shoot that from? Uh, on your pistols? Yeah. Probably about 20, 20 meters. Okay, we close that. We close that distance. You do that quietly. <laughs> All is well. Okay. Um, guys, I'm let's just... I'm there with the rifle. I have it aimed. Uh, 200 uh, armor-piercing rounds. I'm using... Uh, uh, Four of those. Okay, and you, I'm uh, waiting for the third one. Hordegard, pick a guy. What, what, what's what's your guy? The look one like? who's still standing. That's the one I'm going to shoot. You're, you're the two get of you him. will shoot first. One will still be standing. That's the one I'm going to take out. Right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so and I'm a hundred yards away from the guys at this point. I can shoot. Okay. I will not shoot. Jim, which which one do you want? I'm starting from the left. Okay, I'll get the right. Okay, ready? And Proops is with Hordegard. Suddenly. I chuck three tear grass grenades. <laughs> who, is, who is this guy? They call me Hippocrates. You toss three tear gas grenades. That's right. Once. I heal people because I took an oath. I heal people for the for the highest bidder. 
they, they bounce along the floor, and one of them bounces into the gatehouse of the guarding the gate, and they all trigger going off, le- unleashing acrid smoke into the air. The guards start coughing and, and wheezing and, and freaking out. And then you hear, you hear a siren, like a fire alarm going, going off. Christ. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Do we know this guy? Who's, who's, who's yeah. throwing grenades? He's in your team. He was there all along. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Is there somebody that I can see? Yeah, you guys are together. I'm a troll. <laughs> but I swore to heal people. Um, I, I have a gas mask. I put it on. All right. Good call. Um, are, these guys, are, are these guys immobilized? or What, what are they doing? Um, they're coughing. It's, it's very... You guys have opportunity to go right when you're seeing these things happen. Okay, let's take the shot. Take the shot. Go, go. Take go. the shot. And I shoot as many people as I can. I... I... <laughs> Pop, pop, pop. I pick off my guy. All right. What are your pistols, uh, Jeff? I know Dan's pistols. Uh, There's six. Six altogether? Four plus two, six. Oh, plus what? Plus your agility. Uh, Plus uh, ten. Ten. Mine's a total of nine, I remember. All right. You hit them directly in the chest. Um, It goes, it pierces straight through their armor for, uh, for Dan and knocks the guy on his floor. He's bleeding out. The, the other guy gets hit with three of your stick-and-shock rounds, and you see some electrical activity as he goes down to the floor, convulsing. There's one left. Hordegaard, take the shot. Uh, I take the shot with my <laughs> rifle. All right. What's your agility plus uh, automatics? It's uh, eight. All right. All right. You also hit him. His head explodes. <laughs> Jeez. Nice shot. As a precog, I knew this would happen. This is why I took those actions. You sure you're not German? <laughs> the alarm's still going off. Uh, hey, uh, face, face, Eve. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mercy, you, 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 you got a keyboard taped to your s- stomach. <laughs> can you do something about that alarm? Uh, I can, I can try. I, um... I'm still wearing my um, my my business wear. Yep. I I run inside. I try to locate the alarm box. All right. You head inside the gatehouse, and it's a pretty simple construction. You think there? You see a switch that's activated that looks to be the alarm. That's probably it. Hello, my darling. <laughs> um, I, I walk up to the alarm, and I. Uh, I, uh, using my my attribute my attribute of composure, mm-hmm. I uh, I'm calm and I try to make sense of the alarm. I try to flip off the alarm. Using your composure, you flip off the alarm. The silence reigns and also uh, tear gas. <laughs> Sorry about the mess, but it's quiet. Too uh, quiet. <laughs> We still have that one guard inside that I only stunned. You, Nightblade, you blew a dude's head off in there. Uh, we, the one guy's still down. Spencer, do we know how long that stun lasts? On the, on? Um, you know, an hour or two, a few oh, hours. Okay, so he's good. Probably. probably uh, uh, can I approach <coughs> We still got a room back in there. That's probably where uh, the target is, and we got we to gotta check all these crates for those chips. You hear the sound of sliding metal as the loading bay door closes shut behind you. Probably. <laughs> Depending on your orientation. 
And the, lo- the, loading do- the loading dock door is the only door into the warehouse? Well, uh, you guys came in through the ceiling, right. so... But is, is there another door that we found or no? Uh, not one that I'm aware of. All right. So, we get, uh, I'm sure... That's the only door. Uh, I'll go down the chimney. <laughs> and then I run up and I uh, grapple, grapple up to the, uh, grapple up to the warehouse roof. All right, you do that. I astrally perceive. I, I go into a shamanic trance and I astrally project myself, uh, and I, I project myself inside the warehouse to go into the room where those machines were and see, or just to check, check out the whole space. All right, you see about six bodies inside, surrounded by machines and uh, security devices. Six bodies in the main room? Uh, in or, the in the room that you haven't entered yet. Okay. Guys, uh, and uh, I, I, do I detect any, any magic, any spirits in there, or just, just regular human beings? Just humans. All right. Guys, so we got six bodies inside that room. It's a little outside my jurisdiction. <laughs> six bodies. Are they dead? No, they're living. Uh, can I use my uh, ability to detect enemies? Uh, or am yeah. I out of range? No, you detect enemies. You detect enemies. <laughs> there's, uh, there's five plus in the building. So that means that everyone in that room, neither one of them is the person we're seeking. Um, I mean, it's not really been established whether the person you seek, you're seeking is an ally or an enemy. So uh, n- nobody's in, the, in, in the outside of the, of the warehouse? They're all inside that room? Correct. All right, guys, um, I'm going to go in there. Let's all go in together. Let's, let's, let's have each other's back here. I'm going to go in there. Before we do this, can I perhaps bitch. take this opportunity to take my rifle to the stunned one and maybe shoot him? Yeah. I'll do that. Well, you'd have to get in the building first. So how do you want to do that? Uh, let's see. I have a grappling uh, gun. Uh, <laughs> Or, or why, why don't we just why don't we uh, just just monofilament that uh that that door open, man? Yeah, we'll we'll be long gone by the time that guy wakes up. Spencer, how does my stealth tag work? Um, that's like an RFID tag. It's like a tracking bug, basically. So you could <laughs> stick it on stuff. All right, another time. Is there time to light a cigarette while all this bullshit's going on? <laughs> Nightblade. Monofilament that door open. Let's go in there. What I'll do is I'll uh, I I can summon a spirit that goes in there and just knocks like knocks him out with noxious gas or something like that. Winky doodle do. <laughs> it's not not a permanent. I'm workshopping catchphrases. Spencer, am I am I in a space with one of those guards? Uh, you're in the gatehouse. There's uh. There's a dead guard in it, yeah. Okay, I take the dead guard's clothes, and I put on his clothes, and I'm going to use my skill of disguise to kind of emulate his body language. All right, what's uh, your... yeah. <laughs> what's your intuition plus disguise? Uh, my intuition is four, and mm-hmm. my disguise is three. All right. Seven. All right, you donned a disguise. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um... All right, and I start walking towards the room. All right. Meanwhile, uh, Jim Nightblade attempts to monofilament whip the door open. But your robot finger careens off the surface of the door, directing your monofilament whip directly right at you. No! It slashes you. What's your armor? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Top right corner. Top right. (laughs) 
uh, is it AP or what's it? It'll oh, say armors. My old eyes. It's uh, armors. I'm looking for the word armors, and it's core, core combat info up top right. It's just the number to the topest rightest. Oh well, it's yeah, rating. It says nine. I'm sorry. Yeah, nine. Okay, got it. All right. Okay, so you cut yourself open right in the torso. You're bleeding pretty heavily. <laughs> Thank goodness I'm here. Slice through your armor like butter. Let me fix that right up. <laughs> the door stands unopened. Uh, let me try that again. <laughs> Are you sure? Nah, you're all cut open. But do I feel? Let me let I me put some like first aid on you. Just a critical failure, or do I feel like that's what happens when I try to use my mono whip? On? Uh, you feel like that's what happens okay. when you critical failure oh. with your mono whip. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Just uh, I'm gonna try again. Sorry. Don't be so tough, goddammit. Let me stitch you up and try it again. You're in a, a different. You're not in the building with me. Hey, I'm, a, I'm here alone, bleeding to death. I'm trying to. I'd love to. I'd love to get healed. Hippocrates, did anyone tell you that you sound a little bit like the coach from Major League? <laughs> God damn it, I'm about as proud of you boys as I've ever been. That's <laughs> one entire fucking. Give him the heater, Ricky. <laughs> Are you giving him first aid? He's bleeding. I'm, I'm in the warehouse. You guys are. I'm trying to give. Well, you you're guys, outside. You're the warehouse. outside the warehouse. I'm with you outside the warehouse. You're trying to get into the warehouse. Yeah. I wanted to grapple up to the ceiling, come down through the 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 uh, grate that I came through earlier. Okay. And then what door were you cutting? I thought that I had done that, so I thought I was cutting the loading dock door so that they could come in. Okay. Well, then you're inside and you failed to cut the loading door. So yeah. Okay. That's true. <laughs> Try it again and let us in. Here we go again. <laughs> Hickory dickory dock. All right. This time, despite your heavy wounds, you managed to cut a man-sized hole in the loading dock door. I, I jumped through. All right. Apocrates, heal, heal Nightblade. He's bleeding bad. You bet I will. <laughs> Let me take out my first aid kit here. <laughs> I've also got... Uh, I, can, I can heal. It's best used after the first aid is applied. Is that the title of your book? <laughs> it's a small pamphlet I've written. <laughs> also, you receive something from the Franklin Mint. <laughs> it's a tiny gold coin. <laughs> Just to let you know that I've been here. I've stitched up a thousand fucking punks on the street. I can stitch you up, too. Jesus, thank you so much. Oh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to take one of your kidneys. <laughs> I'm a troll. I eat them after hours. Oh, I got two. I get one, bro. <laughs> Fist bump. No, you can't. You're too weak. Here, have some analgesic. <laughs> you, uh, you apply your first aid kit and it seems to be taking quite effect the bleeding stops completely and you're all <laughs> the next Hippocrates I go, I go up to the door oh, we're inside now right uh, yeah I go up to the door and I, uh, and I summon a spirit of air I summon a. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I fart. I, 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 I summon a dog to blame it on. 
I summon a, uh, I, I summon a, uh, a storm cloud, that, that, uh, mist cloud, to, to go in <laughs> under the... This is getting worse and worse. Under the door to breathe noxious breath on them. So, so, so a level four spirit. All right, what's your sorcery plus... Or no, conjuring plus magic. Conjuring, you mean summoning? That. Uh, where are you summoning? What did you have for breakfast? <laughs> uh, Eleven is total. All right. And you said a four? Oh, also I get plus two because it's a it's a spirit of uh, air, so it's thirteen. Okay, awesome. You take serious uh, drain. You take about three boxes of drain as you summon forth this powerful misty creature. It's there. <laughs> spirit, go into the door and knock out the uh, and breathe noxious breath and uh, and, and knock them down. Okay. <laughs> All right. The, the one who cast it blasted. <laughs> who swung the goat? So the the mist spirit goes under the 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 door, right? Yes. Yeah. Under the door. And starts misting all over the place. <laughs> and a little over here. A little over here. <laughs> Is that accurate? Is that what it sounds like? Uh, I mean, I guess, sure. Uh, I, I, I asked, I, 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 can I communicate with my spirits? Like, yeah, like, you got a mind link to it. I, I, how's it going in there, spirit? Oh, is it fine. <laughs> it's been a rough day, but it's nice to be needed. <laughs> did you breathe the noxious breath on those six guys in there? Oh, yes, I, I did. How did it come out? As the way it always comes out. I just wish that for once the thing I was best at didn't hurt people. Oh, air spirit. I, 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 just, I, just, I just want you to knock him out. I don't want you to hurt anybody. I just so, want to be conscious. No, I, I, I knocked him out. I said, you they, just ask Spencer what happened. Spencer, what happened? They're all knocked out. <laughs> Uh, the wife is making soup later, and she always makes too much. Thank you, spirit. <laughs> oh, Miss Spirit. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Miss Spirit. You did oh. good. Uh, God. What a show stealer that farting ghost was. <laughs> you gotta cast that thing. Boy, I don't wanna. Oh, sorry, I don't wanna. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too enthusiastic, but uh, uh, whoever whoever dealt that thing really knew what it was doing. Uh, so let's kick the door down and go 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 get these guys, and then we have to end the show. <laughs> I mean, we started at eight fifteen. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> Harks and alarms. Oh no! Am I in the wrong phase? <laughs> Unicorn with the Wandering Minstrel Show. My golden hooves have heard that there is trouble in this land some 500 years hence. Tis I, Tylenol with Codeine. Nightblade, you are surrounded by a noxious gas. 
Don't say anything. Let me sit upon your face. Mm. Cody, kick that door down so we can get in. It will be done by the flaming balls of Kelly Ripper. <laughs> Karash, Karash, and I must away for another adventure I will go on. I am not gay, and yet I make no case for it. Kalop, 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 kalop. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> what kind of fruit basket you conferring with, huh, Nightblade? Yeah, it's a weird, uh... <laughs> how specific uh, he got about his sexual preference at the end. <laughs> we didn't even bring it up. At least he wasn't a black guy you brought up to rap. That guy was good. <laughs> One of them was. <laughs> Is the, is the door open? Oh, yeah. It's been kicked in by a unicorn. Uh, spirit, will you inhale that noxious gas so we can go in there and, and, and enter safely? Oh, the spirit's gone. He did his business. Now he's done. I'll say. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Is it, is it safe for us to walk in there? Um, it might be a bit... Too... Well, I, I still have my gas mask on. I walk in there and then examine what's going Let's on. Bag him and tag him. Look for the bald guy. You see four, four young teenage druggies. They're kind of just sprawled out on the floor. They got microchips stuffed into their head skulls. Get those chips. Gather them up. Good call. As you and gather up the chips, the people come to and they're like, Hey, man, give that back. Am I, am I there? Uh, yeah, you, you guys are all at the door. He's the only one inside the room, but yeah. Okay, uh, with my with my power of convincing, I look at the guys. Hey, bros, go back to sleep, man. <laughs> Just ride that high. <laughs> all right, we're all gonna right. we're gonna take away the bad ones. There's some bad stuff that came down the chute here, and I'm just trying to help you out. <laughs> And also, I'll stun baton them, like, <laughs> in case in case they don't. I think I think they're okay. I think they're just druggies that were high on BTL chips, and they're just, they're just coming out of the stupor right now, right? Yeah, but we need to control the environment. <laughs> I look around. I only see four druggies in the ground. I look for the other two people. That I saw I saw six bodies in there. Who, who are the other two? What's your uh, perception plus uh, intuition? Um, it is eight. Eight. All right. Using your keen eyesight, you see an empty table and behind the empty table, a thin, almost imperceptible seam in the wall, a secret door. Oh. A threshold worthy of... Probably, am I right? <laughs> yep. Cliffhanger! Let's thank Greg Proops for coming down again. Greg Proops? Harmon McGathy, Cornelius, Anastasia Harmon, McGathy, Spencer Crittenden, Jeff, Anastasia Davis. Let's also thank uh, Max and Brian for coming up and rapping with us. Spend that money wisely. I'm Jeff Davis. Let's hear it one more time for Dan Harmon, everybody.
Thank you. And also, anybody out there that wants to donate or lend music for us to play on the show, I'm happy to listen to it. And uh, maybe you'll be on the uh, Harmontown podcast with yeah. your tunes. I'll be rapping to your fat beats. We go to, what is it, harmontown.tumblr.com? Yeah. Harmontownmusic.tumblr.com? <laughs> Something like that. What I think is it? it's harmontownmusic.tumblr.com. All right, everybody, drive fast and take chances. We love you. <laughs> the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. <laughs> 